2: Every amount of energy, passion that you got inside you, let it all out, man. Let it all out. Have a great time doing it. Proud of you guys. Love you guys. Let's go to work. Yeah. tackle. And here goes
3: Lynn. Get him in He's your biggest playback.
4: Oklahoma defense, led by coordinator Alex Grinch. Gotta let a minute. We know it was coming. Looks left, takes a shot, end zone, left side, come back. Baskwin, touchdown!
5: Nick Baskwin! Oh, and a catch. Trusted under, off to the races. Trusted under, to the end zone. Big
3: 12 championship, don't get no better than this. We're here for the taking. Hand
4: off, Stevenson, breaks through, touchdown! Stevenson! I already know what we're doing. I already know. Fourth and 20. Snap to Tito. Four-man rush. Back to pass. Under pressure. Flush strike right. Throws late. Down the middle. Incomplete! Yukonun hits the line!
5: The Sooner Sports Network. From Learfield IMG College, live at Woody's Country Store and Barbecue, this is Sooner Sports Talk. Presented by AT&T 5G, the official 5G wireless network of OU Athletics. Also brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors, the preferred sporting goods retailer of Sooner Sports. Bud Light. Whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Homeland. Homeland proud sponsor of Sooner football and by Rudy's country store and barbecue bringing you the best in barbecue this is Sooner sports talk now here are your hosts Teddy Lehman and the voice of the Sooners Toby Rowland
4: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Rudy's. Toby and Teddy with you. It is time for Sooners Sports Talk, brought to you by AT&T. As the Sooners get set for another primetime showdown coming up on Saturday night, the Baylor Bears will be in town. That was the last time these two teams got together in the Big 12 championship game. A year ago down in Arlington, the Sooners won their fifth straight. They'll do it again Saturday night. This time, Owen Field will be the setting for this one. And we welcome in now the head coach of the Oklahoma Sooners. Please help us welcome Lincoln Riley, everybody.
2: Hi, Coach. Hey, guys. How we doing?
4: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You know, uh, it was about this time a week ago that everything seemed to change, Coach. It's been quite a roller coaster ride for you over the last week. What's it been like inside those walls?
2: Yeah, not a lot going on. Yeah, and no, that was different. Obviously, you know, starting to prepare for a game, and then find out on Wednesday that I'm not going to be able to play. And uh, so it's it's been that you know, it was tough, you know, because you're geared up, getting ready to go play a good West Virginia football team, and having a good week, and then all of a sudden the, the rug kind of gets pulled out from underneath you. And uh, you know, on top of not playing, having to shut our facility down for for five days, uh, you know, not be around players, not be able to get the Work on the field done. It was difficult, but um, you know, guys have been good this week. Uh, very excited to be back. Excited to have a chance to get back on the field and and go play a, a Baylor team's coming off a big win against Kansas State.
1: It's got to be weird, you know, and I don't I don't know how big of a detriment maybe it is, but that much time away from your guys um, without being able to go walk through stuff practice. I mean you know to the casual observer you say oh it's a bye week but you don't get to work on your com- upcoming opponent you don't get to work on problem areas uh staying in condition I mean I, how difficult was that on you guys
2: yeah no I mean it's totally different than a bye week I mean it was just uh it was strange honestly it, it just felt like you should be doing something the whole time I and mean, we were able to you know as coaches to work from home and meet and you know, study and do all that. So, I mean, you're still able to get some things done. But, yeah, like you said, I mean, your facility's not open. Guys can't come train. They can't come recover. Um, you can't get the practice work in. That, that was, you know, in the middle of the season, um, you know, and feeling like you'd be playing a game and knowing you got one coming up. It, it was strange. But, you know, it is what it is. You know, it's like a lot of things this year. There's some things not under your control, and you've just got to handle whatever's thrown your way. And that's that's been our challenge to both our guys and ourselves.
4: Opening segment is always brought to you by Noble McIntyre, McIntyre Law, the law firm you should turn to for all your personal injury needs. Can you give us us any kind of a health update? I mean, what's the latest that we know, Coach?
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, as of right now, today, I mean, we got a shot. Um, You know, we're doing a lot of... I mean, we've we've always aggressively tested. Um, You know, we've done our three three tests a week like it's been mandated, but we've been certainly more aggressive through these last several days so you know you're getting new information every day and I mean we've got a shot but for you know for us to be able to go ahead and you know top it off and go ahead and play uh, we're going to need to have several days of you know very very uh, good information coming our way so um, is what it is Uh, you know the good thing is we got a shot I mean we're better you know right now than certainly we were at the end of last week
1: What's the anxiety level like, you know, whenever you're testing so often, you know, you're just kind of hanging there on the verge. Is there a bunch of anxiety around the the inside of those walls whenever those tests or results are coming in?
2: Oh, absolutely. I mean, we've, you know, got another batch coming in here in about an hour. So, um, you know, you don't, you test in the morning and with the majority of tests we do, you don't find out till, uh, you know, it's not, not instant. And so you know you don't find out till you know well into the night uh, so yeah no, it is it's uh it's certainly been more stressful over the last few weeks after we've had some positives and had to shut it down and um you know seen it more widespread than than we've ever had both and obviously that's not just within our program that's within programs all over the country and and just the general population all over the country so it's it's uh no, it is it's uh yeah it's hard to describe you know it's uh, because you just feel like Again, you just feel like you're not in control, and, and uh, you just don't know what that news is going to be each and every day.
4: I uh, I can only imagine the difficulty in preparing for something that you don't know for sure is going to happen or not. I, I don't mean to relate what we do to what you do, but the preparation that we're getting ready for a football game on Saturday that goes into that, and you're, in the back of your mind you're thinking, I may be doing all this for nothing. <laughs> Where, there may not be a, a game like last week. Multiply that times 100 for you and your coaching staff and your players and you want them to be on edge and at peak performance and yet I mean it's kind of got to be in the back of everybody's minds
2: are we even going to play a football game here how hard is that I mean I think in a normal year it would be hard I mean honestly right now I mean this whole season's been that way I mean even in fall camp you know August you know we're, we're, we're sitting there you know prepping grinding all that not even knowing if we would have a season and so I, I mean I'm not saying it's easy but i think I think at some point we've become a little used to it um uh, that every game is a is a great opportunity and we're fortunate to 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 have those opportunities and so we're gonna prep like crazy and and be ready whenever those opportunities come and try to put ourselves in position to to take advantage of those opportunities so i mean I think I think it's the only way we can approach it and uh, and and just you know just kind of have the no regrets type of mentality, and that's what we've pushed with our guys and ourselves and and I give our team credit. I've absolutely seen that so far.
1: it's It's just kind of interesting, you know, as fate would have it, you know when the new schedule came out, you know Baylor goes through some virus problems early, um, and then you know you would have played them early in the season, you know, under a new coach and and new coordinators. Now you're probably playing them where they're at their healthiest and probably at their best. And, you know, they're peaking probably at the worst time for you guys whenever, you know, obviously you're coming into your virus problems. So it's just it's been unfortunate timing in that regard. But, you know, this is a Baylor team coming in that is going to be hungry regardless of what their win-loss record is. Oh,
2: absolutely. You know, Coach Randa and the, the new staff there have done a tremendous job and, you know, obviously that was a team that was so, so senior heavy, um, especially defensively last year. Um, you know, and there's so many new faces, uh, but they, they've done a great job. I mean, they look like a totally different team from from the beginning of the year to the end. And, and honestly, they've been, they've been, you know, obviously had the big win against Kansas State, but they've been close many other times. You know, they had West Virginia uh, certainly on the ropes, uh, you know, played a couple other games. You know, obviously Iowa State, they had a great chance to win there in Ames. Uh, you know, we were able to play Texas pretty close in Austin, um, and so now they've they've done some really good things. They they've played well defensively. Give them again credit after losing as many many you know impact players they did from a very good defense a year before, and quarterbacks really playing well for them. They started to gel offensively. Um, so now they're a good group, some good really good players, some good young players, um, and they're, you're absolutely right. I think they're they're playing their their best ball of the year right now. Completely new coaching staff, obviously.
4: In layman's terms, can you can you describe what the schematic changes are? Like, what did the difference offensively and defensively between a year ago and this
2: Baylor team? Yeah, they're quite a bit different. Um, I'd say probably a little bit more different on defense. You know, Coach Aranda obviously has a defensive background, um, you know, and it's kind of obviously got his opportunities from doing being such an outstanding defensive coordinator, so you know they brought that that system in with with certainly some key changes, but um, they're they're certainly different uh, than than you know what Coach Rule and those guys did the year before. Uh, not as not as much three man front, and they were a big you know drop eight team uh, the previous year. And they've uh, you know they, they they do a good job. They do a little bit of everything right now and do it well. Um, offensively, you know, brought in Coach Fedora to run the offense. Uh, you know, they' they're, there's, there's a lot of similarities. Um, they, very multiple in the run game. You know, do a good job with tempo. Uh, and then, you know, Brewer is a really good athlete. As you see this clip, ironically playing right now, a guy can really move around and, and hurt you. And, and again, another, you know, like this league's full of right now, just another quarterback that's played a lot of ball, has seen a lot, been in a lot of big moments, and, and a very good football player. He's tough. And that kid right there, R.J. Sneed, a
4: heck of a player, too. All right, let's take an opening timeout. We'll take your questions for Coach. When we come back, you can hit us up. The Academy Sports and Outdoors inbox is at OU on the air, and we're going to talk some more Baylor. And uh, we got to ask you, Coach, obviously, about the new guy that showed up at practice today. It's the <laughs> buzz of town. You're watching the Lincoln Riley Show, Sooner Sports Talk, Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue. We'll be back.
3: Sooner Sports Talk is presented by Rudy's, bringing you the best in barbecue. Kincaid Coach, the official motor coach carrier of Sooner Athletics. Anheuser-Busch, whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. AT&T 5G, the official 5G wireless network of OU Athletics. Academy Sports and Outdoors. The preferred sporting goods retailer of Sooner Sports. Homeland, a fresh experience. Proud sponsor of Sooner Football. Riverwind, still the one. Walden Cleaners and Laundry, where the difference is quality. Whether you're home gating
4: or tailgating for the OU game, make a winning play with Tostitos, chips, Tostitos packs the crunch for a touchdown in taste. Welcome back, everybody. Sooner Sports Talk brought to you by AT&T. We're with Lincoln Riley, and it is time now for our Academy Sports and Outdoors question of the night. Here it is.
3: Hi, Coach. What
4: part of your daily routine do you look forward to the most? All right, Coach. The question from the Academy employee is, what part of your daily routine do you enjoy the most?
2: Uh, Practice, for sure. I mean, just... Being out there on the field, and then I and I and then I do enjoy the you know the after practice of you know getting in the huddling in the conference room with the staff and you know going through practice and what what can you correct what can you do better uh, you know cleaning things up making you know necessary adjustments to game plan or something schematic or something we're doing before it's just we got a lot of good minds in here and guys that get along well so you know we have fun in there we get a lot done uh, you know it's a, it's, a, it's definitely a fun room so just. That whole process, you know, it's, it just never really gets old to me. I mean, it's each week, each day is kind of a challenge to try to continue to get better and, and get prepared for what's upcoming. And, and so you know, just, there's nothing better.
4: Did uh, did the change in schedule allow for any extra Thanksgiving time for you with it
2: the did, fan? It did, yeah. I actually had a – thinking back, we, a couple of us were talking about it. I think I was probably, a, you know, like an – Maybe like an eighth grade when the last time I didn't have something football wise and we, you know, we were able to do a few virtual things. But other than that, to not have a football practice or, or game or anything like that on, on Thanksgiving was was strange, um, but it was fun. Yeah, kind of, you know, in, in some ways, like the the quarantine earlier this year and that wish it wouldn't happen, but there is silver lining and, and being able to spend some extra time with, with my family and my girls on Thanksgiving was certainly, you know, I, I did certainly enjoy that part.
1: That was – that's a nice bonus, and, you know, I kind of had the same feeling yeah. myself. But, you know, there had to be some nerves there, you know, considering what's going on, the, the cases skyrocketing around the, the state, around the country, and then kind of having to send the guys off for, for six days, I mean – that had to be a little bit nerve-wracking, at least.
2: Yeah, no, no, it definitely was. I mean, because they're, you know, they're not grouped up, but they're not here, and then you know, you're getting to a point where, and a, and a holiday where you know people want to be around each other and be around their families and have a chance to eat and, and spend time together, which you know, eating Thanksgiving meal together is not not very good for COVID, um, and so. Now we had to make a lot of, you know, we had to plan a lot for our guys during that time. Uh, you know, both the guys that were, you know, in town uh, with, you know, players that were able to come by and pick up, you know, like boxed meals, um, Thanksgiving meals at our homes because, you know, they were here. We couldn't host them. Uh, they, you know, a lot of our guys couldn't and weren't able to go home. And so, you know, we made concessions and, and we got through it. And, uh, you know, but but it is. Yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, that's the hard thing. You just you can't run away from this thing. I mean, there's not. There's really nowhere to hide with it, and, and, uh, you know, it's just the world we've lived in.
4: All right, let's talk about the news of the day. Um, You uh, said on your press conference earlier today that, um, you know, I don't know what the situation is with your coaching staff, but it sounds like maybe a guy or two is down, and because of that, you called the guy with the statue outside (laughs) the stadium and asked if he would be willing to come help you out. I would love to know what that phone call sounded like or text message
2: or whatever it was yeah I mean it's you know it's we've had that as a potential plan i mean that that's not it just we didn't just you know come up with it this morning and say, hey, here's a good idea i mean it's uh you know you, you, we've known for a while that you know in in case we we were to lose any staff member if this thing's got to keep running and you know you've got your your people in house that you can you know potentially move to different roles but then the NCAA rule also allows you to take advantage of any institutional staff member. And obviously with Coach Stoops still having a role with our athletic department, you know he falls within that category. And uh, so, uh, you know, it's been discussed, you know, before uh, that that could be a potential option. And, and you know, I, Bob's always been great about any way that he could help uh, and, and continue to help this program and he's done that. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I Called him pretty early this morning and and uh, asked him if uh, he wanted to come out to practice and get some work done and and uh, yeah so he was he 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 was there and ready to go and that was great it was a great boost just for the whole team and staff everybody being able to you know we're used to having guys like him. Coach Switzer, uh, you know so many of the you know former great players, I and mean, we're so used to having those guys around. I've said it many times. I mean that's one of the best parts about this place is everybody comes back and is around. It comes to practices, and and this year we've missed that. You know, just having those guys at practice and their presence around, and so it was it was great to have him there, uh, and and to have him have a chance to be a part of it was was awesome. I know again our, our players, everybody was really really excited.
1: My idea to Toby was that. You know, because of the the rule with the NCAA is you guys should put anyone that you know that could help at all on the institutional staff for one dollar a year. And you just pull from that group
2: anytime that you need it. Yeah, We've got our little farm system working there. I like it. I like it.
4: Uh, Coach, uh, typical Bob Stoops released a statement uh, not long ago. Part of it says, let's not get carried away here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it's fantastic. But I, you know, the thing that hit me, Coach, is where else could this happen? You know, like most of the time when a new coach takes over, it's because the old one got fired or he reached a point where he's retired at an older age. He's not around anymore. They don't. The new coach and the old coach don't get along, whatever. Whatever. The fact that he's still here, he is as young as he is. You two are as close as you are. He's still hooked into the program. It's such a unique set of circumstances. And I think that's why everybody's been so infatuated by it today, is it's just cool. The thought of him out at practice again, I don't know what he's doing, but it's really just awesome.
2: Yeah, no, it is. I mean, I I think, you know, I think we all recognize that it's not, like you said, it's not not like that everywhere else, and not always that advantageous of a situation. And uh, so, no, I mean, I, I think we're all thankful for it. I mean, I think, I think, I know I am. Uh, you know, I know players, staff. You know, everybody associated with the program is is happy that uh, that that you know that coach can still be a part of it in in, in a lot of different ways. And and uh, today was just another example of that. So no, it, it is. Uh, it's certainly not lost on me how you know this wouldn't happen very many places and in, in very many different situations so what is his role i'm not going to go too much into that uh you know but i will say this if 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 we if this wasn't just some you know do it for the heck of it or or you know whatever the, the the i was not i would never even ask him to come if there wasn't you know a strong benefit that i thought he could bring to us so um you know he was great out there today he was great and Again, hard, hard to find a better person to, to, to call up than him.
1: Okay, then how early is pretty early for you? Because <laughs> you said you called him pretty early this morning. You know, uh, a guy that's on staff and working, football coaches pretty early is like 4 a.m. Yeah. A retired coach that golfs a lot, and, you know.
2: Yeah, it's funny. It, it actually <laughs> crossed my mind because I, you know, I mean, I, he knew this was a possibility. And so we, you know. Had talked before, but I I started to call him pretty early this morning, and and uh, I let it ring once. I like this might be it might be too early, so I, I sent him a text that hey when you <laughs> when you get around to it, give me a call. And uh, he, he was up, he was around, so he gave me a call pretty quick, and and, and was up here shortly after. Uh, that's great.
4: We might have more Bob questions this second. It's time for our Rudy's Anywhere Sooners Everywhere question of the night on Twitter. Uh, Tyler Blake asked you tonight, coach, if you could change one thing about the recruiting process during covid, what would it be? You guys have seemed to do fantastically during this period of time. But is there something you would change? Yeah, I mean, I think I think
2: high school seniors ought to have a chance to to come take an official visit. I, I think there's ways to get that done, you know, whether it's. You know, just being able to pay for somebody to fly out here and see the place on their own or, you know, potentially designate one staff member that's not going to be around anybody else and social distance and mask and all that and have them just, you know, simply tour it around. Don't get them around coaches or players. Um, I just, I I hate for these kids and their families right now that you've got people that are having to make decisions based on places that they've never even seen or been to, which is, you know, that's that's tough. I mean, it is. It's a... you know, it's put a lot of families and kids in a in a tough position, and, and you get the you know you get some of the resistance to do it. But I, I just I, I think it's doable for those kids, I, and I think there's a handful of kids that it would really benefit.
4: Good answer, good question, Tyler. Tyler Blake, we've got a fifty dollars gift card to Rudy's headed your way. We'll take another timeout, another segment with Lincoln Riley when we come back. You're watching Sooner Sports Talk, brought to you by AT and
3: Sooner Sports Talk is presented by Rudy's, bringing you the best in barbecue. Log on to SoonerSports.com kids for information about joining the Sooner Junior Kids Club presented by OGD. Brought to you in part by Orthodontics exclusively, Anheuser-Busch. Whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. We want to thank all of our Sooner Radio Network affiliates across the state and region. Fans can check out Soonersports.com for an affiliate in your area. And if you're traveling outside the state of Oklahoma, you can listen to all the action on either Sirius XM Radio or download the TuneIn app and listen free. Sport Clips, it's good to be a guy. Hey, Sooner fans, when you download the Chick-fil-A
4: app and order, you can start earning points toward delicious rewards. Get your officially licensed Sooners gear at Academy Sports and Outdoors, the preferred sporting goods retailer of OU Athletics. Toby and Teddy back with you. Coach Lincoln Riley alongside as well.
1: Yeah, I was wanting to ask coach about Spencer Rattler. You know, it, it seems like you look at the beginning of the season to right now that He's come along uh, nicely. Now, that's, that's the casual observer, you know, in that room with you. There's probably a bunch of things that you're upset with daily. But I, I was kind of interested in, like, the leadership role, not so much on the field, kind of off the field, because you've had quarterbacks, Baker, Kyler, even Jalen Hurts. Big personalities kind of ended up being the, the personality of those football teams. Has that kind of been the same thing with Spencer Rattler, or, or as an underclassman, is he kind of taking a, a back seat in that role?
2: I would say back seat, but I think he's, I think he's eased his way in. Um, you know, I think when you're a young guy and take over, I think there's a balance. Um, you know, I think the main thing for Spencer is to to stay focused on his job and to, and to play to play at a high level. Uh, and I think he started to do that, uh, but I do think. As he gets into it, and some of this is not quite as new, and he gets more settled into the role, I think I've, I've seen him become more more aggressive as a leader. Um, and, and the thing I see is, you know, he doesn't he doesn't shy away from it. I mean, it's not some guys don't lead because they don't want that responsibility. You know, they don't want it on their shoulders when when things are tough and or things aren't going your way. And then some guys you know, just understands part of the process and, and, and that you but they're not scared of the moment and they get more and more prepared. And I think Spencer's done that. I mean, I, I've been you know, excited about how he's handled the different challenges this year and, and you know, because so much of his leadership and any quarterback, I mean, what you say and all that. I know people see that on the outside, but so much of about it truly is your actions you know, and how you work, how you carry yourself to talk about competitor. You are your toughness um, and, uh, you know, I think he's been in some really big moments and had some opportunities to, to, to do that this year and as has, uh, you know and I think uh, I think he's largely done a really nice job of it.
4: you know for as the 2020's been a awful pain in the backside for everybody but you have had a lot more bye weeks than normal. For the guys that are healthy, for the guys that don't have the virus and the contact tracing and everything, I think you alluded to this maybe earlier today. Are you probably fresher now, healthier now than than you normally are this time of year?
2: Yeah, I, I, that's fair to say. I mean, I think, uh, no, there hasn't been as much pounding on these guys' bodies. Not, like you said, not as many games, uh, you know, more bye weeks, all that. So I think of our guys that are playing heavier reps, you know, we've got bodies probably feel a little bit better than they typically would this time of year.
1: You know, when you think about that and you look at what Dave Arandas had to do there at Baylor um, – you know he may have some healthier guys there but like what as as you look at that role trying to transition to a head coaching position with not being able to be around your guys through the off season, like what's your opinion of that and just how difficult that that would have had
2: to have been oh man i, I can't imagine especially you know going into a new program you know you know the opportunity i got here obviously it was a program i you know been able to spend two years at i mean i yeah, to, to come in and try to change systems and and you know implement every part of what you're doing is something new uh in this in this times challenging I mean I, I give a lot of credit to all the first year head coaches this year you know and what those guys have had to try to overcome them and their staffs um now I, I really i can't imagine uh you know those they've all had a really an unprecedented challenge you know one that first year staffs across the country first year head coaches have never had the Take on something like that. Uh, so it uh, makes you impressed, you know, obviously impressed with what Coach Arand has done and, uh, you know, the improvements Baylor's made, you know, considering all the circumstances.
4: Twitter question for you, and then we'll get to the Butkus brain teaser tonight. I don't even know if this is true or not. I hadn't heard this before. Larry Baxter says Coach, in high school, you started off as a defensive end your sophomore year.
2: Is that true? <laughs> I mean, I was a quarterback. I played kind of an on the edge, kind of an outside linebacker or something. When, when you play at uh, not I think the only time I came off the field was kickoff.
4: <laughs> so there wasn't a definitive point in your career when you had to make a
2: choice between being a
4: defensive end no, no. or a
2: quarterback? Sadly, I didn't quite have the defensive end build. But that's uh, my man, no. T- I didn't quite have the Teddy Lehman build. I, I, I know Teddy was a little bit of everything, but um, no, that was. Uh, I was, I was definitely a little bit more of a I, – I was a quarterback safety the last few years, yeah.
1: Well, unfortunately, you know, every defensive player wants to carry the football, and, yeah. you know, you get to a point where someone tells you that you can't play the position you <laughs> want to play, which, you know, is a, is a whole different animal. You
4: know what Teddy's number was in high school, Coach? He was 34. For Bo Jackson. Very nice. Because he wanted to be a running back. Very nice. Yeah. Had to settle for the Butkus yeah, Award. Yeah, yeah it end. worked out okay. All right, it's time now for our Oklahoma Education Association Butkus Brain Teaser. What do you got for coach tonight, Ted?
1: We're going back to 2015, and it's kind of funny. As I was looking through this game for a play... I couldn't remember if I had asked him this play before <laughs> and this is we just started this and you know and he's got a million plays that he has to sort through and I can't even remember what I've asked You've him he's taken before. a
4: lot of blows to the head yeah, in that's your career. that's
1: true that's true okay so 2015 OU Baylor we're playing down in Waco there's nine minutes three seconds left in the second quarter Oklahoma's up seven to six over Baylor it is second and 11. On the plus thirty nine yard line, the football is in the middle of the field. Second eleven, plus thirty nine, middle of the field, nine oh three second quarter, Oklahoma leads seven to six. Twenty fifteen, you said. Twenty fifteen. It's going back, man. That's yeah. Sometimes <laughs> it feels like yesterday, but it's a that, long time. That was a
4: big matchup in twenty fifteen.
1: Lincoln may not remember this, but he was not the head
2: coach yet at
1: Oklahoma <laughs> at that point. <laughs> Bob Stoops
4: <laughs> was yeah, still there. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, oh, man. Second quarter. What, what yard line did you say?
1: Plus 39. Second and 11. On the middle? Middle of the field, yep. Oh, I remember that drive. OU's ahead. OU's ahead. OU's seven to six. How, wh- to how six. much time's
2: left? 9.03 second quarter. Yeah, probably it was a shot to Sterling, I, I would, I guess. I, the, the zero blitz uh, fade ball to Sterling. Because we scored right before half on a really good drive where we threw to Flowers and Mixon, and then we – Baker scored. That would have been the third touchdown. Samaje scored the first. Yeah, I'm going to say it's that. What's the guess? I think it's a zero blitz, Baker – Throws a inside fade ball The Shepard, catches over his right shoulder, scores. Good. Let's take a look at the video. There we go. Nine
4: oh. well, three on the snap. The young quarter. Baker Mayfield. Yeah, that's it. Four wides. Lincoln already knows he's correctly. Got it. Zero blitz. Amazing. Over play. the shoulder. Sterling Shepherd gets the pylon. That's a touchdown, and that's another correct Butkus brain teaser, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Nicely done. It's pretty good.
2: Gummit. That was a fun one. I remember most of them in that one. That, one was, uh, that, was, yeah, that he, was really kind of the all one. All the
1: other plays I was thinking about putting in there, too. <laughs> that,
4: was a, that was a flex before he got yeah. back to the uh, real Uh Coach, thanks for your time again tonight. I know you got a million things going on, but we appreciate it. Good luck in the game. Good luck getting to the game, and thanks for joining us. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. All right, Lincoln Riley, everybody. We'll take a timeout. When we come back. Chris Plank earlier today sat down with Sooner defensive end Ronnie Perkins. You'll hear from King Ronnie coming up next.
3: Thank you to our Cornerstone Television Partners, OU Health, Anheuser-Busch, and the OU College of Professional and Continuing Studies. And our community partners, Landers Auto Group, Coca-Cola and OU Health. All right, thanks a
6: lot, guys. We're hanging out with Ronnie Perkins. Oklahoma's defense gets a little rest this weekend. Ronnie, what was that surprise bye week like for you this weekend? How'd you handle it?
7: Uh, We kind of handled it in a good way. Um, not being able to practice, not being able to uh, just to be around each other doing some football stuff. Uh, just took the time off the rest of our bodies up and get ready for the next week. How's your body feeling
6: right now? Kind of a later start, so there's yeah. not that wear and tear of the first handful of games, even though I know you wanted to be out there.
7: <laughs> but how's your body feeling right now? Uh, my body feels great, man. Like you said, I had a little late, later start to the season, so uh, I, I, don't, I don't got them uh, bumps and bruises that I usually have in this time of the season. I'm still feeling fresh.
6: I like it. How, do you, how does Ronnie Perkins describe his position? Do you consider yourself a defensive end? Or are you an outside backer? Or what What do you consider yourself?
7: I consider myself a football player. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Best answer possible. With yeah. that in mind, though, you're in Jamar Kane's room. So take me through what Coach has meant to you. Kind of a new perspective on things, but what kind of difference has he made for you?
7: Um, he has taught us a lot, you know, uh, a lot in the mental aspect of the game, you know, uh, teaching us how to think, teaching us how to uh, go through pre-snap read. He's uh teaching us how to get out after the pass It's probably been like the biggest thing he brought to us uh just working working drills um no matter what it is. Uh, teaching us like if an office lineman uh, give us a certain type of pass set, what move to go off of. So, it's teaching us like that mental aspect and I feel like it's got us a lot better.
6: Hey, can, can you take me through the, the the challenge of walking that line? In other words, you're aggressive, you're fiery, you make a difference, but then not stepping over it and getting personal fouls or putting the team in a tough situation, Ronnie. What's that challenge like and what's that like from your perspective to, to walk that line?
7: Uh, Yeah, just, just basically like knowing, knowing that line. You know, not crossing it. So uh, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good with the refs. You know, I, uh, I talk to them a lot. I, I usually tell them though, if I get ever get too close across the line, just tell me and I'll calm down. So uh, I'm definitely, I just play with a lot of fire, man. But at the same time, I know how to control it. So it, uh, it, it helped my team in a positive way. Ooh,
6: man, there's a life lesson. Create those relationships early with the officials, right? Yeah. So that way they know. Uh, rest of that room, man. I, I know we've talked about it a lot. You've ignited this defense and has made, and it's made a difference. But take me. through. Through the growth that you've seen in Nick Benito and the, and the jump he's made from last year to this year,
7: uh, really from my freshman year, he he grew he grew so much as a man and just as a football player. But um, just uh, talking to Nick and camp, I, I told him like shoot. When when I play and like you just can start off hot and then when I play like we just can be like two of the hottest things out here, so um, he just took a big jump and fall camp when we first came back. You could uh, you could see like the work he was putting in while he was away and uh, when he just came back in camp, you just can see his get off his pass rush everything was just like a lot more better and like a lot more tightened up from from the uh, previous year. So like uh, it just goes like to to show like the work he put in put him in a position he and now.
6: And then the other two guys that have made a difference, Marcus Stripling in that room, mm-hmm. and that pup, Brendan Walker got a few snaps
7: last week. <laughs> yeah, they both aggressive. Man. I, I I love how Brandon played. He, he a football player too. That's one thing I can say about him. He he love contact. And so I think every coach will love a player who love contact. So uh, just like him, he he uh, got a few things he could tighten up on, but he definitely gonna be a, a good defensive end at the University of Oklahoma in his in his future in his future days.
6: Hey, final thought. Prime time at the Palace Saturday night against Baylor. Charlie Brewer entering his eighty 86- sixth a year of eligibility, it seems like. <laughs> what have you seen from this Baylor offense leading into this showdown that stands out to you?
7: Uh, they're a good offense, man. Uh, Still the same guys who almost knocked us off in Waco. So no matter the record, we still got to respect them and respect what they can do. So uh, he's a, he a good, nice uh, dual threat quarterback. He can run the ball real good. So it will be a challenge there trying to keep him in the pocket.
6: Thanks a lot, Ronnie. We appreciate it. Good luck on Saturday night. Thank
4: you
7: couple of things stand out from that interview, T. Rowe.
1: right. First thing, he considers himself a football player.
4: You like that? I you?
1: love that. Coaches don't want a linebacker or a receiver. Uh-huh. They want football players, a guy that can do anything, that can play anywhere. And, and I think he can. You know, it's one of the things whenever you think about him at the next level, which unfortunately, you know, I love that he's playing good. But he's going to play himself into the draft, you know, so that, that's the one <laughs> frustrating part about it is, you know, I don't necessarily know what position he'll play at the next level, but he's a football player yeah. and I know he can play. Uh, so I, I thought that was really cool. The second thing is what a good looking letter jacket. Yeah. And I thought about maybe breaking out the letter jacket oh, I think you should. into the booth, but
4: <laughs> you got the letter Minot.
1: Yeah, is that what? you Can you only be a player? No, no, that? No, no, no.
4: I think you. No, uh, listen, man. you're like a? You're allowed, like to, a, like, award. You're you're allowed saying, to do oh, whatever
1: you want here. Look at me. I you used to play the football style. a million years ago. No,
4: no, no. I like it. I think you should definitely do it. I, what jumps out at me is that guy was smiling, happy, laughing, in a great mood. That's not the Ronnie Perkins that we see on the field on Saturdays. He's in a much worse mood when he's out there playing football.
1: He's got and I love it. An angry edge to him. That's he does. Yes, and he does. That's that's a pretty That's a pretty common trait amongst defensive players. I like
4: it. Whenever there's the Sooners game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Please drink responsibly. How would you like to listen to Teddy and the rest of the Sooner broadcast while synced up to your TV in the comfort of your home? You can go to SyncMyGame.com to find out how. We'll take a break. Put a wrap on it here at Sooner Sports Talk at Rudy's when we come back.
3: football games are available on Exodus 96.5 FM in Oklahoma City and 101.5 FM El Patron in Tulsa as well as on those stations websites each OU Spanish broadcast will feature a 30-minute pregame show and a 15-minute postgame show Homeland a fresh experience proud sponsor of Sooner football Dr. Tim Shannon and Dr. Mark Revels at Orthodontics exclusively are proud to present the junior captain of the game and are pleased to honor these guests as they take the field with our captains. For info on how your child can become the next junior captain, go to orthoexe.com. The Sooner Sports Podcast is your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. Listen as Toby Rowland and Chris Plank talk all things Sooners. Log on to Soonersports.tv slash podcast. Presented by Allstate and Riverwind.
4: Welcome back, everybody. Hey, Sooner fans, come visit the best place to gear up for your favorite OU products, the Sooner Shop, the official fan shop of OU Athletics, located right there at Owen Field. Teddy, we've got about 90 seconds OU Baylor coming up Saturday night. Keys to victory for the Sooners.
1: Well, I I would say starting off defensively, it's got to be pressure of the quarterback. You know, and there's rumors out there as to, you know, what guys are going to be missing, what coaches are going to be missing. I think the one thing that if, if defensively you're missing guys, pressure the quarterback is key. Uh, it just clears everything up for everyone. Uh, you know the ball's going to come out quick. You know who you've got in pass coverage. There's not a lot of time to have to pass things off. Uh, up front, it's easier. You know what gap you, you have to be accounting for. It just really uh, it lines everything up a lot easier for everyone. And I think that's the strength of this football team, getting after that quarterback uh, offensively. I know this isn't a very fun one, but run the football. And I think that that running game has really come along. And if you notice, the better that running game is, the better the offensive line has protect. Everything on this football team has really come around once we've kind of hit our stride running the ball.
4: Kickoff just after 7 o'clock on Saturday night. Our pregame coverage starts at 5 o'clock for you on the Sooner Radio Network. Thanks for watching tonight, folks. Enjoy the Sooners and the Bears on Saturday night. Boomers Sooner, everybody.
5: Sooner Sports Talk has been presented by AT&T 5G, the official 5G wireless network of OU Athletics. Sooner Sports Talk is also brought to you by Bud Light. Whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Homeland, proud sponsor of Sooner football. Riverwind, still the one. And by Sport Clips. It's good to be a guy. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Sooner Sports Network.
7: Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader.